you are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, football fans, to another episode of Locked On NFL here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day with your Tuesday host, Luke Braun of Locked On Vikings and myself, Ross Jackson of Locked On Saints. On today's episode of Locked On NFL, Dak Prescott gets the bag. He and the Dallas Cowboys reach a huge four-year deal, what the new contract might look like, what it means for Dak and the Cowboys, and how it might signify good news for the rest of the NFL as well. Then we'll take a quick look around the league to round up some other moves as Isaiah Wilson is traded to the Miami Dolphins, Marcus May is staying with the Jets, at least for now, and another franchise tag handed out by the Washington football team. And then finally, we'll wrap up with our great guest, Kate Madjuk at the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. She's going to join to talk a bit more about Dak Prescott, his dynasty football value, as well as his effect on the rest of the Dallas Cowboys skill position players. Once again, I'm Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter. Joined as always on Tuesdays by Luke Braun of Locked On Vikings at Luke Braun NFL. And this is Locked On NFL. All right, Luke, so a huge four-year deal handed down from the Dallas Cowboys to Dak Prescott. It finally happened no franchise long last no that's right they kept going he kept pushing and finally they got the deal done and it is a big one 160 million dollars total 126 million guaranteed so first of all let's talk a little bit about how this contract might break down and what it could look like over the next four years yeah so 160 mil over four years could go up to 164 i'm sure there's some like super bowl incentives in there or whatever Mm -hmm. um 66 million dollar signing bonus it's the biggest signing bonus in nfl history Uh, and i'm and you know what i don't think that that record is going to stick around very long for reasons we'll get into (laughs) um 126 guaranteed and adam schefter also gave us a couple other details that actually let us if you really want to try piece together what a contract uh structure might look like Mm -hmm. um for example first three years average out to a 42 uh, million dollar a year in in cash so include that signing bonus um So if you reverse engineer that stuff with all the other info that was out there, which I did for you, so you don't have to, uh, lovely listener, uh, $22.2 million cap hit in 2021. So with the uh, restricted cap, that should be helpful. And then Mm -hmm. 43 in uh, 2022, 44 in 2023, and like 50 or 51 in 2024. Now, most of that also is guaranteed if you fully guarantee those first three years do it Kirk Cousins style and mm-hmm. then the uh, base salary in 2024 isn't fully guaranteed um, then that would also make the 126 million mark uh, obviously give or take a few million here or there but it does look like you're going to have probably over 40 million dollar cap hit somewhere between 40 and 45 in uh next year and the year after and then probably over 50 in 2024 so something we'll have to give there and i'm sure we'll be right back at the negotiating table yeah which i think is the most interesting thing about this is that dak prescott is going right back to the negotiating table also very kurt Cousins style <laughs> which maybe i'm just overexposed to it because like i do the vikings but it does seem like this contract is inspired a little bit by the way that Kirk Cousins did his uh, couple of deals that he's done with the Vikings that have been um, a, a little bit more 
unorthodox, right? Fully guaranteed. They don't have like two years of funny money on the end of them or anything like that. It's all just tell me what you're going to give me and then we'll renegotiate as soon as possible. And that's a Kirk Cousins thing that he wants to do. He wants to renegotiate as many times as possible because the environment is always getting richer and he wants to be back at the table biting more at that apple. And it seems like Dak Prescott might take a similar strategy and that Mm -hmm. probably will end up very, very lucrative for him. Yeah, absolutely. I think that a lot of people are looking at this deal and sort of talking about it from the perspective of like, hey, did Jerry Jones actually break or did the Dallas Cowboys finally say, you know what, we have to give him this money, we want to keep him around. But I think the other way to look at this based upon also what you're talking about, the timing of this contract in three years being essentially up for renegotiation again for them to go back to the table on this. That does not really surprise me at all, because I also think that one of the things that Adam Schefter tweeted out was that a league source talked a bit about how with this deal, it sort of signifies that maybe Jerry Jones knows something that we don't about these upcoming TV deals and the Mm -hmm. amount of money that may cause a bit of an influx coming into the NFL. One of the reasons why I think we mentioned that that $66 million signing bonus probably won't be the most lucrative signing bonus for very long beyond this season, because if those TV deals end up doubling in value, which some people are talking about, that is a huge benefit for the salary cap as near as this coming season. You'll notice salary cap, at least at the time that we're talking about this, has not been released yet, but still making big deals like this. Saw a couple of franchise tags done late on Monday. I think that might signify something about these TV deals and how that might end up affecting the salary cap moving forward. Potentially much, much more money on the way for these players and coming into the NFL. Yeah, and I think we're going to see more effects of that as more QB deals get done here Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, you have three pretty interesting quarterbacks that are about to be eligible for extensions in all of the 2018 quarterbacks, the 2018 draft Mm -hmm. class, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, and um, Josh Allen. Right. all going to be up for extensions, and those teams are going to want to extend those players as soon as they possibly can so that they can get in before the cap environment gets too crazy and they can probably save money that way. But as those contracts are structured, we might want to keep an eye on something similar happening here. They are probably going to get huge signing bonuses, and they're probably going to have eye-popping cap hits two or three years down the road. And I think it just kind of goes to show quarterbacks are expensive, and what right. used to be an eye-popping cap hit you know, five years ago, if you had somebody playing for 25 million a year, you would have thought, oh my God, how can they make a team? Now that's a bargain. Yeah, absolutely. Now all of a sudden that is cheap, right? And we sort of talked about this a bit when uh, Patrick Mahomes got his big mega deal, you know, planning 10 years into the future. In 10 years, it's going to be so cheap. Um, yeah, absolutely. That's going to be equivalent to what we're, you know, what they're paying, you know, defensive linemen and offensive linemen yeah, at right. this point, right? Like, like 2027. Like. Right, <laughs> right. So this is, a, I think, a big signifier potentially for more good news on the way for the rest of the NFL should this TV deal get done. But certainly great news to the Dallas Cowboys. They've got their quarterback. Great news for uh, Dak Prescott, who secures the bag and gets in there with mm-hmm. a team that he was performing extremely well with before his injury last season. I think this is a good identifier, too, about where they believe believe he is along his injury recovery as well. Yeah, and it seems like that didn't factor in. It sounds like that was not right. a part that they were like, okay, he, he hurt his ankle, his rehab is on schedule, he's going to play by 2021. By this time next year, we won't even be thinking about the ankle anymore, so that's not going to factor into the deal. And over the last couple of years, and I mean, if you've been listening to Locked On Cowboys with Marcus and Landon, they've been talking about all of the different times when Dak's contract situation has come up. I mean, he's a, he was drafted in 2016. Mm-hmm. He should have been extended when, you know, Wentz and Goff were signing their deals, maybe even a year before. So 
this has been going on for like two years now when he was turning down 30 million because he said he wanted 40 million and the world kind of laughed at him. And now I guess who's laughing now? <laughs> um, and they, they were kind of all over that. Uh, th- those two have been all over that, you know, for years. And it sounds like Dak said, this is the price. Pay it to me or I'm walking and I'm going to play the market. And it sounds like Jerry finally said, all right, then I guess we're doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that if you look at the production that you got from Dak Prescott last year, and then now you look at this new deal, obviously they're feeling pretty good about it. You bring him back and he's in a very similar offense. I mean, very little change is going to happen over with that uh, Dallas offense. And so I think you put all of those pieces back together. He comes in completely rejuvenated next year. Dallas, pretty good bet to be a very, very good offense next season, just like they were at the beginning of last year. Yeah, and if you want to make a bet like that, you can head on over to betonline.ag. They have an interesting one in the world of non-football. So Mm -hmm. obviously Blake Griffin just went and signed with the Brooklyn Nets. They are apparently assembling an Avengers to go try and take out LeBron Thanos. Um, (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) They're plus 110 to win the Eastern Conference. So almost 50-50 to win the Eastern Conference on BetOnline. Odds to win the finals, plus 290. So if you believe in this Nets super team to actually be able to take out LeBron and, and go get the ring you can head on over to betonline.ag and if you enter promo code locked on if you haven't signed up yet go sign up uh, on your mobile on your computer and enter promo code locked on when you do your first deposit you get a 50 percent bonus that means they will match half of your first deposit you deposit 500 bucks they will match 250 and add it to that 500 bucks so you'll have 750 to play with at betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get the daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day by subscribing to Locked on Bets. Get that podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast. All right, so we talked a lot about the Dak Prescott move, but it wasn't the only move that took place as Monday sort of came to a close. You saw couple of franchise tags and then an interesting move as well for the Tennessee Titans here now we've heard a little bit I believe it was uh just a couple weeks ago or or maybe it was as early as last week or as as, as near as last week what are days I know who even knows (laughs) I, I, I said the other day is it is it March again, or is it just still March? Because it's been not... March, and it will always be March. <laughs> yes, welcome, everybody, to the 12th March. But, I mean, when you look <laughs> back a little bit here on Locked in NFL, uh, we talked a bit about Isaiah Wilson and the whole situation around all of that with one of our Wednesday episodes. James and Tony took care of that. Now, uh, he's on the move. Isaiah Wilson being traded from the Tennessee mm-hmm. Titans to the Miami Dolphins with a swap of picks to make the deal work. With some of the insight that we could sort of glean from this move as he's had a little bit of a troubled start to his NFL career. Maybe a change of scenery could help out a little bit. And of course, being with Brian Flores, too. Not a bad situation. True, true. Uh, it's It signals a lot about just how bad the start was when my when he was coming out when Isaiah Wilson was coming out he was young raw and athletic and there's a lot of prospects like that you could probably point to a million of them in this draft that are young raw athletic you know you got to teach them the ropes you have to teach them a lot but they're young and they're brimming with talent and if you can mold them into something um you know you get a Tyron Smith and that's always the 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 gig and that's why somebody like that goes in the first round 
it didn't seem like there were any character red flags, but he's had a really difficult time off the field. You can listen to Tyler on Locked on Titans, break it down for all the details on that. I won't go into it now, but it's been a tough time. And to dump a first round pick going into his second year for a swap of seventh round picks, they give up the the Titans give up a uh, 2022 seventh round pick and Isaiah Wilson to get a 2021 seventh round pick back. So they're just taking a seventh round pick and moving it up a year. That's mm-hmm. all they get for for Isaiah Wilson, who was a first round pick last year. That is a colossal decline. And I mean, what actually happened there, it's the reports we see and what we know coming out of Tennessee. You can piece it together, but it may be a fresh start works. And if it doesn't for Miami, I mean, they're, this is a, a dart at the wall. This They don't have mm-hmm. to pay anything to give it a shot. Right. Yeah, I mean, you're basically, I mean, you've got this guy on a rookie deal and everything like, and and again, like you mentioned, they gave up a seventh round pick and Miami has picks for days coming up in this next draft. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and, and a lot of them in the early it's portions nothing. of the top 100, like it's nothing at all for them to just sort of take a shot with this guy and see if maybe you put him in a new system, in a new environment, you put him with a new head coach in a different uh, you know, a different locker room and, and a lot of culture focus in Miami. Now, how does that help a guy like Isaiah Wilson? It could be mm-hmm. very helpful. It could be a very helpful. It could be an opportunity for him to turn something around. Now, is he going to turn into a superstar in the NFL? Hard to say, but can he become somebody that is serviceable, that is a depth piece, or that is at least a starting offensive lineman in a new system with a new and clear path? Absolutely. I think we have to consider an opportunity for him here to really turn a corner. It's a pretty good environment for him to do so. Yeah, and there are a couple other things that happened on Monday night and kind of a whirlwind that we should chat about. There were a couple of franchise tags. So the franchise tag in uh, 2021 will probably be a lot lower than it was last year because the cap will be lower and it's all about percentage of cap. So Marcus May for the Jets got a franchise tag and Brandon Scherf got his second franchise tag, which works differently. That has to be 120% of uh, last year's salary. So his escalates the same as it would have because it's based on what he made last year, which was also right. a franchise tag. So that's two players that are going to be sticking in their homes, two entrenched starters that are really important to what they're trying to build there. Uh, Washington's offensive line is hugely important, especially because you don't know who the quarterback's going to be and protecting whoever that is. You're probably going to have to spend a lot of resources. You're going to want to protect that guy. And for the Jets, right. trying to rebuild a defense from scratch post Greg Williams, uh, Marcus May is a huge piece to that. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Brandon Scherf's actually ends up escalating up to around $18 million for his base salary going in. So now it does wow. end up giving them an opportunity. Yeah, it does end up giving them an opportunity, of course, until J- the middle of July, basically to extend and come up with a long-term deal and everything as well. Same thing for Marcus May as well. They may be able to get a deal done with him uh, moving forward. But if nothing else, I, I feel like this actually kind of helps Marcus May a little bit. This safety free or the safety franchise tag should be around ten and a half million dollars, but it's a very saturated safety market in the NFL. Yeah, this is not this the year, year you want to become a free agent. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like go out there, ball out again. He had a fantastic year last year for the team led in many team statistical categories and then now and then maybe go back out to the market after next year if you don't reach a long term deal with the team to stay in or to stay with the New York Jets. Uh, you know, a little bit more long-term by the time that you get to that uh, franchise tag deadline. So it's it'll be an interesting thing because it, it's almost two different, completely completely different scenarios to where one of them may be looking to lock down a longer deal while the other one may be saying, hey, I'm going to play on this and then get out of here after yeah. next season or at least get a larger paycheck for a second franchise tag in May's case. 
Right. It's just for players, this is not, I mean, I guess Dak Prescott found a way around it by, you know, making right. this the, the year that a three-year saga ends. But I think for players generally, this isn't necessarily the year you want to hit free agency. This is the year, if you want to do a one-year prove-it deal and then go get a mega right. deal next year, this is kind of the year to do that. But otherwise, if you're going to be signing major extensions in this particular negotiating environment, the franchise tag might not be as bad for you as it usually is, though, you know, a long-term extension, obviously preferable. Sure. And at least for Washington, that's what they're trying to get done. They do not want Brandon Scherf to, to exit the building at all. No, I certainly wouldn't want him uh, staying in the building this year on an $18 million price tag in the first place, particularly <laughs> yeah. with this dropping salary cap. And when you're still searching for an answer at quarterback, which we just we've seen these quarterback contracts are just going to get more and more and more ridiculous moving forward ridiculous and i think a very positive way in terms of these players uh getting the money that they deserve but those will be two more storylines to watch throughout the rest of you know even beyond the draft to see if maybe a long-term deal gets done for either of these players right and it's always good to lock up things that are important to you and make sure you have them set for the long term same goes for your car you want to Absolutely. make sure you are taking care of your automobile, because if you don't knit little problems in the bud, they become big problems. So if you do have a little problem, maybe it's just you need an oil change or change a different fluid out, or maybe you need a new windshield wiper blade. You ever see streaks on your windshield when that, that can be dangerous? And getting a new windshield wiper blade, as long as you know the length and, and make and model of your car, and you can enter that into the wonderful catalog that rockauto.com has, you can get a windshield wiper blade for like three bucks instead of having to replace oh. the whole thing. You take that to a mechanic, they'll charge you... who. Who knows what? But for like three ninety five, you can get just another piece of plastic that'll be a little bit streak free, safer, and it'll keep you from uh, having a bigger problem down the road. All that at RockAuto.com. Whatever you need for your car, enter your make, your year, your model, and whatever part you're trying to get, and they will help you sort out all of uh, the the large giant catalog of parts that they have and you can save a buck too because they don't give unlike the brick and mortar auto shop uh places they won't give you a different price for being a retail customer than they would give to their wholesale buyers so head on over to rockauto.com and at checkout make sure you let them know that locked on sent you in the how you heard about us section rock auto amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need all right, NFL fans, make sure that you join Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak over at the Locked on NFL Draft podcast every Tuesday. And then now, every now and then on Thursday as well, they're doing these team takeover episodes, part of their offseason series, where they're taking each team going through, taking a deep dive into potential front office and head coach signings, if applicable, roster review, free agent signings, and then a team-centric mock draft. So don't miss that. Go and subscribe to the Locked on NFL Draft podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And as we continue to roll along here on today's episode of Locked on NFL, you've got Luke Braun at Luke Braun NFL, myself, Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson NOLA, and we are now joined for our fantasy forum as we do every Tuesday. Welcoming back Kate Maduke of the Locked on Dynasty Football podcast at FF Ball Blast on Twitter. Kate, thanks so much for taking the time to join us again. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And it just so happens that we have some big dynasty news uh, that just broke before we did this recording. So I think this is this is like time timing sent from the heavens. 
That's exactly yeah, right. The uh, the Marcus May franchise tag, big IDP right. news. <laughs> humongous, humongous. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. We're not the only ones with the gift from the heavens. I think Dak Prescott is thinking about it that way too. Humongous deal sticking around in Dallas for four years. We heard it. We talked a little bit earlier about what the move means for Dallas Cowboys as well as Dak and the team around him. But now let's look at it from the fantasy perspective. Four years sticking around as of right now, and there was talk about maybe him heading somewhere else earlier on in the offseason but now he's staying in Dallas what does this mean for his dynasty value as a quarterback it is just shot to the moon I am obsessed with Dak Prescott there is not a single quarterback in the NFL who played a snap in the 29 or sorry 2020 season uh, who had a higher average points per game than Dak Prescott pretty incredible considering he did play five games. So usually right. when you look at the the top performers there, it's always going to be those guys like the Marcus Mariota who came in for a game and, you know, performed really well. And that, that was it. That was it. Boom. But Dak Prescott, he put up some monstrous numbers. Uh, I think this is where we have to start considering. Does this make Dak once again, reign as a top for quarterback in mm. dynasty because we have yeah. Patrick Mahomes he's my quarterback one and then I think from there you can sort of play mismatch however you want to flip mm -hmm. these guys but I think Dak has to be top four yeah you could talk about like Lamar Jackson or Deshaun Watson but the I mean the future for Watson is super uncertain what if he goes to a team that wants to run or something like that what if you know Lamar Jackson he can be so hot and cold like he was in in 2020 I think what I'm most excited about with the Cowboys though is that the core for the most part is really lot they've got Amari Cooper locked up long term they've got CeeDee Lamb locked up long term Michael Gallup coming back next year and all of those players have their own interesting like dynasty effects you know kind of knowing now that they're going to be uh, with Dak Prescott, but you know, CD lamb, almost 11 yards average depth of target last year with a lot of quarterbacks, obviously. And Amari Cooper in 2019, when he played more with, uh, with Dak Prescott, 13 average yards, uh, depth of target, Michael Gallup, 13 and a half depth of target. So this is a high flying. They want to go long. They want explosive plays and it's exactly what you want. So get involved. Oh, absolutely. And you know, Dak continues to have that uh, safe floor is a rusher. I, it sounds by all accounts that his rehab's going well. And I don't think the Cowboys would be signing this deal if it wasn't, mm -hmm. uh, if he was not looking yeah. on track and, and not looking good in his recovery. But uh, you hit on a really interesting point. CD lamb. Let's look at CD lambs splits with and without Dak Prescott last season in his five games with Dak Prescott. Now keep in mind that is his first five NFL games ever. Mm -hmm. Average 17 PPR points a game. Uh, let's see, uh, 7.8 targets, 5.8 receptions, 86.6 yards. That was the average. Absolutely bananas. Outside of that split, his average uh, yards per game drops to 45. Average catches per game dropped to four. Wasn't scoring quite as many touchdowns. I just think this, this news is CD Lamb to the moon. Uh, and he's going to be competing for a top spot as a dynasty wide receiver as well. He's already been sort of slowly climbing up the ranks. I don't know if he can climb any higher. Um, when you look on dynastyleaguefootball.com, they have a monthly ADP. And in the month of February, CeeDee Lamb was on average the wide receiver six taken in dynasty startup drafts. Mm. Is like, can he go any higher? I don't know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, certainly it looks like as long as Dak Prescott is in there, these receivers are going to get a little bit more, uh, let's say, fantasy love from both the fantasy users as well as what they're producing. What about the running back position? How does this affect Ezekiel Elliott, who ran a little hot and cold throughout the season last year? Does having Dak Prescott back sort of drop his value or does it in some way also help his value uh, instead? I think it helps his value. We've seen these guys play together since uh, the 2016 season. We know they have a a rapport. They have matching, uh, what are those called? Like pendants. Uh, they're, they're homeboys. (laughs) They like to play football together and better yet. Dak loves to target Ezekiel Elliott. I want as many of those targets as humanly possible. Um, you know, in the first, uh, let's see five games of last season, uh, we were looking at a a nice, (laughs) nice steady target share. It was on pace for 102 targets in that five game span with Dak. Jeez. that's pretty good for a running back. And even though he wasn't very efficient uh, with the, with the yardage, he, it, he just had a down year. Um, but even with that, if he would have continued at his 16 game pace, which we found so disappointing, he would have finished the year with 19 touchdowns in like 1700 yards. So Oof. I don't think we should be too upset about Zeke. In fact, he's being dragged. Like, I mean, he's all but left for dead. In dynasty leagues, mm. I think maybe we have to revisit the Ezekiel Elliott situation, especially now that we know Dak Prescott's returning. Definitely. And like the last few years of Ezekiel Elliott have been with Dak Prescott, so nothing is going to change. It's that we know we're going to get more of the same. And while 2020 was an up and down year for him, like is that him or is it 2019? Or I mean, Zeke's been with Dak Prescott his whole career, so. This I don't think this dooms Ezekiel Elliott to anything but what Ezekiel Elliott already was, which, yeah, maybe we're maybe he's in a little bit of a valley that you could buy. Yeah, I think there's definitely uh, there's definitely some unsung value there. He's only 26 years old or is he 26 or 25? I think he's I think he's 26. Uh, um, let me look up his age real quick. But I'm on I it. do it's uh, like 20, 25, it's like 25, 25? 229 days. <laughs> oh, perfect. But he'll be 26 by the time he plays. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what I I think that maybe we are giving him uh not giving him the benefit of the doubt there maybe we do have to look back and say okay let, let's get you back with your homeboy let's get that offense back on track uh cuz for the 2021 season at least uh even if you don't believe in in Zeke's uh you know long-term trajectory obviously he is getting older the touches are adding up but for 2021, you're going to look at an offense with Zeke, with Dak Prescott, with C.D. Lamb, with Amari Cooper, with Michael Gallup. You are going to have all of those weapons there. And I'm going to guess Jerry's going to try to make a big run. And I, I think this is going to be a really fun offense to watch again in 2021. A fun offense to play in fantasy and a fun offense to watch on the field for sure. Kate, thank you so much for hanging out here on the Tuesday Fantasy Forum. Thanks for having me. All right. So part of that Isaiah Wilson trade that we talked about earlier in the show is how it affects the draft board. Obviously, Penny Sewell, who might have gone third overall, a little less likely now. So tomorrow on this show, uh, Tony and James are going to meet up with somebody from the Locked On NFL draft pool of experts that we have to talk about probably the fallout from that, the fallout of all the other moves we saw on Monday. So make sure you stick around and tune in for that. Until then, I'm Luke Braun here for Ross Jackson for the Locked On NFL Podcast, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'll see y'all tomorrow.